previously on Night's Quest. Alright, you put the key in the door, and yeah. it opens. Yeah. And you I still think... have three keys that haven't dissolved. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll keep the keys. You can tell that he died from asphyxiation, choking on the smoke. Be careful. Bazal Ghul is wait. He is still weak. His strength is not so much in his power, but in his words. Beware of his wily ways. Alright, we're back. I know you're on uh, pins and needles, yeah. edge of your seat, so we're just going to dive into it. Maybe you should stop <laughs> sitting on a pin cushion. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really not the best choice of, of Really seats. terrible. No. Really terrible. <clears throat> Alright, we've made it through the puzzle room. Yep. Great job. Thank you. I made up all those riddles myself. I really like that. That yeah. was fun. I made up all of those. Thank you. Because <laughs> when you Google mine-related riddles, you don't get any good ones. <laughs> Katrina, so, Katrina feels so fulfilled right now. You enter into this room. Again, there's a short path but it's not a long tunnel at all, only a couple of feet. And it opens up into the largest room you have seen so far. It's huge, cavernous. The, the ceiling of this room extends yeah. high up above. It's even taller than the library or the mansion in town. It's just huge, and it is wide and very expensive. Mm-hmm. And it is completely covered in that soot that you've seen all over the place. But you can also see underneath some of the areas where, like, maybe the soot has blown or moved, you can see that it is just gold underneath this area. Uh, At the end of the room, you see a hole in the ceiling. And this hole is a very similar size to, you would assume, the hole that you have seen earlier in the cave. And so there's a tiny bit of light, not much because you're deep into a cave, but just a soft bit of light descends down. So, like, it's going all the way to the surface? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. All the way to at least the first floor, maybe even higher. Jeez. No. That's just the shape of the room, but inside the room, what you find, you cannot describe. Floating describe orbs. It. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Floating orbs line the edge of the wall of all different sizes, but they're all perfect stone spheres of different sizes, you know, floating at different heights all over the place. We're going to have to answer more. Yes, we got to solve like a million fucking riddles. In the second like 27 <laughs> related riddles right now. Like, it was a long day at work. <laughs> No. It's like we get to the point like, is it this pickaxe? Is it that pickaxe? <laughs> We're running out of mind Bones blasting stick. Bat. <laughs> Bat's a good one. You, I mean, you don't use that for gorf ball, but... We're running out of things in a mine. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you, us. No, in the center of the mine are four golden bird cages floating in the air. In the two bird cages on the left are... Skeletons in the third cage. Belongs in a bird cage. In the third cage is a magnificent sword, and in the fourth golden cage is a old, worn scroll. I was hoping you were going to say Quincy and Lyra. And each of these bird cages has a lock that is the same shape as the lock on the door. But behind them, standing uh, directly underneath the hole in the ceiling, you see a large creature. 
and I'm gonna need both of you to roll oh a d6. Alright. Four. One. Okay. You see a creature, and I just had you guys generate this creature with a random oh. generation sheet oh, that I have. Oh, fun. What you see in front of you is a creature that has the... And it is a large... It is huge. It is massive. The head uh, of a man. The wings of a... Stop it. No, it <laughs> We're is done the, with the riddles. <laughs> the tail of a sphinx. Close. It is the head <laughs> of a... I, I condensed it. <laughs> the everything <laughs> of a sphinx. The body of a sphinx. Time. <laughs> So just a lion's tail, then. <laughs> the tail of a sphinx. Lion. I'm sorry, okay. we interrupted your dramatic moment. <laughs> All right. You see a large creature that yeah. is maybe 20 feet tall, Ooh. but it's it's sitting, and it has the head of a bull. The horns are large and even have a slight curl in them. It has the body of a ram, so it's got you know rough fleece. And and hooven feet and legs. Cloven. So it's cloven hooves. So cloven it's gonna hooves. just look like a bull with wool. Is Listen, really, he's a woolly furry bull. He's a woolly bull. It's a woolly bull. He's a woolly bull. Oh my god! Like the song. There's a song. Uh, fucking yeah, right? Woolly bully? Isn't that the name of the song? Oh, oh this is dramatic a moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not trying to take this from you, but. Okay, yeah. This is a really great image. Are you are you glad you're wait you waited for this big cliffhanger, everyone? <laughs> now we're just hijacking it. There's no way I'm not thinking of this thing as the woolly bully, just so you know. Alright, fine. All of you walk in <laughs> and you see this behemoth of a monster, and instead of fear, you're just like <laughs> woolly bully. No, not not my character. <laughs> Leroy is. Leroy verbally says <laughs> Bully, bully. Bully, bully. And, and uh, Jonathan's like, Jesus Christ, Leroy, shut your damn mouth. I mean, we do. Who? Have... Oh, crap. We do have George Michael in this world, so maybe this song Ooh. is also. Uh, we can have put that on the ocarina. I think, I think <laughs> jo- Jonathan just like turns like, shut your damn mouth, Leroy. <laughs> it's gonna hear you. The creature has been facing towards you, and you also notice that um, it is radiating off a red glow, so the room is a little brighter than you would have thought. Um, and it is sitting there. It has golden chains attached to its arms and its legs. Uh, and there are four broken golden chains laying oh, on the ground. Good. And only three uh, still keep it tethered okay. to its arms and one around its neck. Okay. And yeah, the chains attached to its body and then to the ground. Okay. And it's sitting there at the end of the room. And it's, it's, just sitting, it's just kind of sitting there in a... Not cross-legged because I don't think a ram body could do that. But it's just it's sitting there. Oh, I've been upright. picturing it as like a four-legged thing. Is it like a? Is it like? It's like a. Going? It's like an anthropo- oh. anthropomorphic. Oh. Yeah. On two legs. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's anthropomorphic. Does it, do its arms have hooves as well, or does it have fingers? You can't tell from where you are right now. Okay. Because is it back to us then? No, it's facing you. It just has its oh, arms okay. kind of behind it. Okay, so it sees us. Its arms. Its eyes are closed. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Hey, you guys. Uh. I think Katrina's going to scan the room for our two missing miners. Mm-hmm. You don't see any humans. You see two skeletons in the cages. They're, they're clearly actual human bones, and they're still put together. It's not just like a pile of bones. They're still how? in skeleton form. Okay, after everything that you've seen, you go, well, how are the bones still together? <laughs> bones by themselves are not adhesive. There's not, like... There's, like, floating in position. Oh, I thought, I thought you were... I thought you were not on track with this because that would have been way too quick for that to happen. No, I'm saying how are the bones being held together without oh, okay. muscle or sinew? Okay, you're going to ask like how any skeleton monster exists in any okay, game. That's magic. <laughs> no, 
Not Mirjik, this is magic. This is two different things. Anyway. Um. Uh, hey, if I if I speak quietly, does it immediately hear me and kill there's us? There's a little bit of. I mean, what do you say and how do you say it? Hey guys. Yep. Do uh. Do you guys remember any old story? Just just bear with me on this one. Do you guys remember like old religious stories and stuff about something called Bazal Ghul? Uh, yeah, I think I heard that one. Was it supposed to look like that thing by any chance? Uh, I mean, I guess I never really read any picture books on it. Yeah, me neither. I just I was told it was a big demon monster. I don't, I don't think they generally give books about demons to kids, nor yeah. are there like kids illustrations. And also, I've never read the wrong books. Like, I've never heard of the I've never heard of this demon until like yesterday. But I'm just a little wary that maybe this is some kind of horrific god creature that's gonna kill us. Should we ask it? I, mm, I mean, it's I, chained I, I, to um, the ground. Leroy, some of them are broken, though. Yeah, but not all of them. Leroy, maybe just pocket that instinct for later, I think, would be best. Okay. What did you just roll for Nathan? <laughs> I just wanted to roll to see if Leroy listened. <laughs> he listened. Jeez. This is not the time to be giving mystery rolls and freaking me out. So I think I think Jonathan kind of goes, uh, okay, is there any other way out of this room besides where we came in from? You look around, the only other, I guess, exit would be the hole in the ceiling, but it is way too high to reach. Um, okay. Hey, I have an idea. Katrina, you could use that spyglass to see it up close and figure out what the hell this thing is, right? Um... Maybe? Sure. She does that. Alright, what layers do you look through? Uh, we're gonna start with... You can, you can start with the skin, work yeah, our way down. You could even just start with, like, Normal. regular spyglass. Yeah. Does she see? Does she notice anything more now that she's able to zoom in? And yeah, start? you zoom in on close, and you see out of its bull nostrils steam... Not steam. The smoke. Seeping. The smoke? The smoke. That you recognize as, like, the weird smoke. Oh, is like just coming out of its nostrils. Not a lot, but it's like a little wisps are just kind of floating upwards. Um, and you now notice that there's a, la- a cloud of smoke just in the ceiling. You didn't even notice that before. Oh my god, we're gonna die zombies. And it's sitting there and it's breathing. It is clearly awake. It's got a focused face, almost like meditative. It's just kind of sitting there and deeply breathing as its chest goes in and out. I'm going to go down the, the, the settings. All right, as you go through the settings, again, you don't really know what the internal guts of, like, a bull or a ram would be, but the muscles seem to be very large uh-huh. as you go through them. The bones, very tough. The guts are just weird. There, there seems to be a whole bunch of extra things everywhere that you don't know what they would do, and everything seems to be, yeah, enhanced and strong. Okay, real quick, meta talk. I'm going to be really <laughs> honest. When presented with a situation like this, mm-hmm. normal people would leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any normal person would go, okay, this is a little bit too much for me. Uh, I either need help or I'm just going to like go because this is no longer my problem. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. So this is a question in how we're going to play this game. Do we operate as normal people? Because if, if so, like this could be kind of a boring game. Can I meta counterpoint that? Yeah. Okay. Because I think that I think that's fair, but I also think you could argue that one or most or all of us would think, okay, 
this thing is breathing the smoke that zombied and killed some people. If we do leave, it could make things worse and kill our town. You know? Like I think each one of your characters is going to think differently. I think Katrina is definitely thinking that. Katrina is thinking, I'm leaving town soon. Like, this is not my problem. Yeah. Uh, Rainer is definitely thinking of Basel Ghul. He's definitely thinking of the explosion. He's definitely thinking of what the, you know, the Oliver said. And he's thinking, we got to stop this thing. Well, yeah, because, like, my mind is thinking most of the chains are broken, greater than 50% of them. Smoke turns into zombies. They're dead now. If we do nothing, it seems to me that, once again, greater than 50% chance with those chains I'm looking at, that this thing is eventually going to get out and our town is at risk. Guys, I have an idea, but I need some backup. Alright, what do you think, man? So, I am thinking that maybe we don't... Okay, you know what? No, I made an assumption. I feel bad. Uh... Do we know that this thing is, like, like evil? Like, straight out? Like, we're... Like, I know the first impulse is, like, animal creature chained up underground. First impulse is usually, like, this is bad. But, like, maybe maybe we don't know everything, you know? I just I just think maybe before we act, act rash, maybe we should have all the deets. Yeah, so, how, how could we find that out, you know? Hey, you! You shout that, oh and you God. see the creature. What's your name?! The creature opens its eyes, looks at you, smiles just a little bit, and it goes, Bazal Ghoul. Yep, no, definitely evil. Nobody nobody not evil has that name. Okay. Okay, uh, my plan. Hello, little people. Nope, time out. Real quick. Definitely going to let you finish. Real quick, though. Okay, guys. Uh, my plan is uh, instead of instead of maybe fighting this thing, uh, I got to... The rem- creature stands up on its feet. Oh, my God. And just kind of stands there and looks at you and he says, You come all this way to not even talk to me. No, I definitely said hello. I I talked to you. I I said hi. I have waited for centuries for a conversation. Okay, that's unfortunate. How are you? I'm chained up at the moment. (laughs) I see that. And I can't help but wonder maybe that was for a reason. Are you here to set me free? I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know anything about this is a really... You've got to admit this is bizarre. You don't see this kind of thing every day. <laughs> this, uh, this if we are taking today as the example, then no. No. Absolutely. The first time. First time, actually. Then let me introduce myself. I assumed you would have known if you had trekked all this way to come and find me. I don't. Not no, looking we for were, you, we actually. Were doing some other stuff. I, I apologize. That that sounded crude. It's not that they, that we are not happy to find you. I mean, <laughs> we, I am glad that that we are able. Human, to... cease your babbling. Okay, rude. I am Bazal Ghul. Yep. <laughs> one of the many powerful spirits. Some have called me a demon. Some have called me their lord. But. Others have said rude things and said that I'm a minor spirit, and that's just insensitive. Wait, like like a spirit for people who work underground? No, not that kind, like a Rainer, lesser. Rainer is, like, not laughing, but he's, like, shaking because he's trying not to laugh. No, like lesser, lesser spirit. Oh, okay. You know the word minor has multiple meanings. Yeah, we, yeah, we just said a whole there thing. There was actually a riddle <laughs> in the uh, last room about that. You solved the elven riddles. It was, What? I 
I feel like every step that we take moving more towards an explanation, it just sets us back like ten steps. Listen. I'm doing that. I've been waiting for people to come find me. Okay. For centuries. Yep, we established that. Do you want me to monologue or not? Do we get a choice? I'd like you to answer questions instead. Ask your questions, human. Okay. Um, I like you. Did you blow up our mine and kill some of our miners? Basil Ghoul kind of sits there and looks up at the ceiling and looks around him and he says, Not on purpose. You see, the spell that held me when it broke released all of its energy in what appears to have been a large explosion. Ah, okay. Because when you first started that sentence, that sounded like extremely bad. But the way that you described that, I understand now what you meant. The spell that contained me. Someone must have prodded through it and released all of the magical energy that kept me here. Uh, let's, let's circle back a little bit. The containing thing. Again, I want, don't, I want to stress so much that you are chained in an underground, like, thing. Like, what, what did you do? Who put you here? I was contained here by the Elven Elders, the rulers of the Elven Empire. Are they not around anymore? I, I mean, Katrina, I, any, anything? No, I, I don't, I, I don't mean, know. His, history's not really my jam, to be totally honest. He doesn't even go to library. I... <laughs> Library. I, I love how you said that, like, go to church, because that works perfectly. <laughs> the, go to library. the reason the Elven Elders contained me is they were trying to expand and take over all of the land, and because I, I had control over this region, they saw me as a threat. And so they, with the help of that blasted rider, captured me into this magical containment cell, and they chained me in, they put a spell around me with lots of magic. Okay. I don't want to think about that spell. All right, glossing over just so many things. What would happen if we let you out? Then I could resume control of my land. See, now you say things like this, and it, it just, there's a there's like a meter of evilness, and like it's ticking like way back <laughs> towards me not really li- like liking the thought of letting you out. Do you guys not have rulers anymore? Um, Where are the elves done? I, uh, panties. Uh, I... <laughs> I mean, it's less. It's not so Leaf much. Leaf boys. It's not so much that the spirits control everything. It's a little different. Who, who, who controls things? P- people. <laughs> he laughs a lot. I have one more question. And Rainer looks towards the cages with the skeletons, and he says, "Who were they?" Oh, I found them when I was awakened. I assumed the two. Oh wait, already in the cages? It's complicated. It's, it's really not. I'll explain what I know. You see, the elves are sneaky. And when they captured me, they put multiple layers of security upon escaping. I assume you have found their riddles in trying to enter my chamber. But part of it is that there would be a way to set me free, and a way to recontain me, and some other cages. Okay, hold on. Real quick questions, short answers. Who are those people? I'm guessing the people that broke my containment. Okay, great. Second question... How did they get in here if we had to answer riddles and open the door to get here? The containment was... I've been in it a long time, so I've been able to analyze it. (laughs) When the elves cast their spell, it almost created a separate pocket in the stone. Yep. And if someone were to 
breach, that pocket, the magic would yeah. expand and alter the space around it. The magic would leak out, interfering with all kinds of the creatures and the stone in the area and implant the security in those places. In layman's term, basically, when the spell broke, all the magic altered the space around it. Uh, yes, no, I get that. That's 100% weird. No, my question is, why did we have to go through all this shit to get in here uh, when it seems like people already got in here in the first place? When they were mining, they hit the stone, broke the containment, there was an explosion, and the magic surrounded them and trapped them in this room with me. How did they get in the room without going through the puzzles? Listen, I would (laughs) greatly appreciate if you would let me free. Can I see the scroll? It's in the cage. You have three keys and there are four cages. Rainer opens up the scroll cage. Rainer. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I'll let you do that. Okay, I'm glad you're giving me permission, Leroy. I just want us to be careful. Like, is this another puzzle that we gotta be careful with which ones we open? Can I see the scroll without opening the cage? No. What's written is on the inside of the scroll. Okay. If you want to open the cage, you can. Uh, Mr. Bonds El Ghoul. Yes, I'm right here. Yeah. What was it like training Batman? <laughs> I've been restraining myself right? so much. Me too, since the first episode. <laughs> uh, quick question, since you are the expert... There's a, there's a villain called Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> That's where I got it from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in the shower coming with his name, and I'm like, ah, oh, Ra's al Ghul sounds epic. You've been not saying anything. <laughs> what was it like training the League of Shadows? Uh, so, <laughs> the Lazarus uh, Pit. Real quick, since you are the expert on this, like, this room, uh, is there anything weird with the cages? I assume you have gotten some keys from we got, solving we got the riddles. three keys. Yeah. There are four cages. You have three keys. Yep. You can open three of them. Real quick, what were the cages again? Two uh, skellies, a, right? A majestic sword. Yep. And a scroll. Okay. I don't really give a shit about the skeletons. Yeah, I mean, like, well, nope. I guess no, no. I'm saying we could open one of them. And just, but why? So we can try to figure out what the hell was going on uh, and see if we notice anything about them. But I would agree the scroll seems more important. I think Katrina goes and sits down, like crisscross. In front of this dude and just goes, I'm Katrina. Puzzle ghoul. We've established that. (laughs) I think you've been out of touch for a while. I've been locked up. Also established. Um, maybe let's move forward with the assumption that I heard everything you just said. (laughs) Um, and we can move from there. Don't waste my time. What do you have to say? Oh, and now I'm wasting time. Great. He kind of tugs at one of the chains. Nothing happens. Upstairs, on the ground level, the Earth is ruled by people. Uh, we have established... Our How world. did that happen? Well, years and years of conflict. Uh, assi- <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, assigning our own rulers. Yeah. Uh, establishing clear boundaries and borders between nations. He's kind of just like rubbing his the space between his eyes with his fingers. And he's like, Alright, what's your point? My, my point is... Uh, up until this very moment, we have viewed the rider, the spirits lesser and greater, as uh, religious devices, as, as ethereal things, non-physical entities. You're the first anything that anyone that I know of has ever come into contact with. <laughs> oh, wow, things really have changed. Well, back when I was allowed to do what I wanted... Which doesn't, I mean, 
interjecting quickly, doesn't seem real great for people, if I'm honest. Doesn't seem like things are great for you right now. Conflicts and what was that you were saying? All kinds of messy things. Okay, sure. When I roamed the world, all the mighty spirits, greater and lesser, had physical form of some kind. Not always, but they would come in and out when needed to fight to conflict amongst each other, letting the small little people do their own thing. Unless it got annoying, then I'd stop that. But the spirits, it seems, have decided to take a a back seat, gotten lazy, gotten tired. Or maybe they all died. I don't know. Maybe the rider locked all of them up and he's the only one left running around. <laughs> that sounds like something he would do. <laughs> no. So, wait. To us, just, do you personally have met the rider? I mean, I just I didn't really, like, meet him in person. He was in charge of the opposing side. Of what? It's, it's, wow, okay. The big epic war that all the spirits had. Do tell. Alright, there were a bunch of spirits. I'll keep it short. I assumed that all of the elderly of your generation would pass down these epic traditions and stories. But I guess no one tells well, or listens. To a point, they did, but let's save that for later. I'd like to hear your story. Long, long ago, spirits roamed the land. And it was dope. And I crushed it. Okay. But the writer got sick of us you know, messing with his stories that he was trying to write. We kept interfering. And so he gathered up some of the spirits and all the, you know, the elves and even all the people to his side. And there was a big war and a lot of stuff happened. There were giants and dragons. It was epic. Uh, but in the end, the writer won. And the elves became his uh, minions and taking over the, the land to enforce his story and rule. And he controlled a lot of us, you know, through physical means. He shakes his chains. And through mental a lot of us losing our ability to make our own choices. Heck, I don't even know if that's where I am right now. It's hard to tell. But the rider took over, inserted his rule over the land, and it sounds like he's been doing a wonderful job allowing you guys to kill each other, to die. You know, it sounds like he hasn't done a whole lot for you. When Bazal Ghul ruled the land, all he had to worry about was occasional sacrifices to me, and that was it. Well, I'd like to say one more thing. Actually, you go first. No, no, no. I feel like we're all on the same page here, uh, on this side of the room. Go ahead. Hmm. Well, you were right when you said that the elderly and the people who remember, they do pass down the stories. In fact, I've heard one particular story about you. Well, good. And that's (laughs) that you're a liar. I was specifically told that you twist words. You'll do anything to get people over to your side. You'll trick Basil Ghoul. Kind of leans forward. Again, he's chained so he can't get too close to you, but he gets down, you know, hands on his knees and stares right at you, Rainer. And he says, I've been around for a long time. Just given me the ability to be very insightful. You, little human, you don't like being told what to do. But you don't know what you want to do either. So let me give you an offer. You set me free. I go back up there. I'll get rid of that pesky rider who seems to be... Forcing you to do all these things. Forcing you to come down here and slay me, I assume. And who told you that I was this manipulative person? Someone that you know and trust? Someone that is dear to your heart? Or someone that also might want to gain? Someone who maybe works for the writer himself? Listen, I'm not telling you what to do. You can slay me right now. Wait, first of all, uh, real quick, why does the writer have to be a he? <laughs> Is that seriously what they do up there right now? No, I'm just saying. Like, 
Is it a gender thing? Has, it, mean, been, has it been established? I don't know. I don't know. That's how people talked about him when I was around this year. Yeah. All right. Okay, no, I just wanted to be okay. clear. Like, on the one hand, maybe that's not her biggest concern right now. On the other hand, she's not wrong. <laughs> yes, all right, women. On the third hand, how about a counteroffer? And real quick, Jonathan just hits hits one of the, the golden chains that's broken with the Matic. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> they <laughs> Damn it. Okay, roll for a hit. Oh, my God. Ten. Damn, okay. These chains are huge. Yeah. And so the chain links start to recouple and connect to one of Basil Ghul's uh, right leg. But this, because the chain is so huge and so you know, magically connected, that it takes a lot out of you, almost all of it. And so when you swing it, you can just feel yourself almost collapse to the ground with exhaustion. The chain def- you know, connects... And Basil Ghul is just uh, taken aback, you know, looking at the chain, looking at uh, Jonathan, as Jonathan is just panting on the ground, just not like sleepy tired, but just sore and weak. As if, like, let's say you'd gone swimming for 100 miles, like your whole body is just Take tired. That, you woolly bully. <laughs> There's a reason that we ate humans every now and then. <laughs> and that is why no one likes you. Oh my god. Because I ate people? Yes. How do you think? What, what do you eat? Not people. What is. What, <laughs> what do you eat? What do you eat? Tell me what you eat. Well, what, like, what, I mean, like, okay, if we're. Like, what, what is a living thing you eat? Uh, w- wait, what? Okay, we're jumping straight to it. Like,. Are you are you equating the human race to like domesticated animals? Everyone has to eat something. All well, right? I'm not disagreeing with I'm you. I'm just saying what, you have survived. You eat chickens, berries. You have survived in this feel? cave with no sustenance for decades. You have no reason to need to eat people. It's a magic tomb. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Uh, but to um, okay. Who's Still, talking right now? This is Katrina. Okay, so I was really gonna... don't care about letting you out so much. In fact, really leaning the other direction. I try to be civil. All right, I'm done with you. He takes one of his hands, and he doesn't touch you, but it kind of goes out. I need you guys to make a... Katrina, make a strength. Two. Okay, Jonathan, he doesn't get to roll. You both just kind of slide up against the wall with a... I thought Leroy also slides up against the wall. Okay. Kind of like a a big force kind of pushed you back. Not a lot of smoke, but there was a little bit of smoke as he wafted you guys, and you guys both fell against the ground. Um, yeah, geez. You're all conscious, yeah, but Jonathan, you basically, you're not going to be able to move yeah. without a lot of help. And he turns and he looks at Rainer and he says, let's continue our conversation because I'm more concerned with you. Okay, rude. <laughs> you are been given a choice. You can open three of these small, cages. Small, quibble. Jonathan has all the keys. <laughs> Go grab them. <laughs> when he swiped him, all the keys fell out of your bag and were on the ground. Redcon. God damn it, I dropped all the keys. <laughs> I thought you were literally leaving to go do something. <laughs> you were just like... No, I'm up against the wall now. Yeah, so. it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. Rainer Human. picks up uh, the keys, I guess. What choices do you make? A scroll. Terrifying sword. Two skeletons. The people. I'm assuming you came to look for. Do I do I know that those are the other two miners? That they're somehow already stripped down to bones? I mean, they were in an explosion. 
it seems like there is no reason to open the cages with the skeletons, which makes it seem like there's a big reason to That's open the cages with the skeletons. That's what I was thinking. Oh, this driving me crazy. But also, sword. But also, why would you want... What, like, who would be like, a sword? That's exactly what I'm good at and need in this situation. Like, <laughs> Not Rainer. Would you would you put the sword that would be... Like, maybe it's his sword. Or like, like maybe it's Basel Ghoul's weapon. And if you open it up, he can use it to destroy everything. But like, why... Or, or would they put like, the thing that does him harm in the prison with him? I, I don't know. I'm... I'm so glad you're thinking all these things because these are the things I wanted to be thinking. Good. Am I already standing in front of the cages? Yep. Okay. He opens the one with the scroll. All right. It opens and the key disintegrates. All right. He <laughs> takes the scroll. He takes out the scroll. Yeah. Do you do you read it? Yes. Okay. God. Oh my God. No. No. I, I'm just no. Gonna, I like, played Twister. Da, 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 da. On it. <laughs> I have right. it now. You unroll <laughs> the I scroll. I wear it as a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read the scroll. All right, you unroll the scroll, and written on it are symbols that you don't know how to read. You do recognize from seeing them in pictures that you think I think that you think they're elven text, but again, you have no idea how to read elven. That's okay. not something that you were trained in. But as you your eyes move across yeah. the page, maybe it has something to do with the magic in the room. Maybe it's the scroll itself. But while you still see the elven words, you are able to not translate them, but still get the message of what the scroll is saying. Okay. And it says, If Bazal Ghul is ever to try and break from his containment and try to end the spell, the only way to recreate his imprisonment is to recast the spell. This does not have to be in a physical sense, but Bazal Ghul may only need to remember and think about when the spell was cast. What? And it will be redone. What? Bazagul sees you reading the scroll. He says, So you chose the scroll. Well, you still have two more keys. i a little more reading recently. Are you going to do what the scroll says? The scroll says to remind you of the spell that bound you. I don't know how to do that. Hey, you remember that one oh, time? <laughs> you remember, as you're sitting here, Yeah. the words of... Oliver the Cabbage Man. Oliver the Vegetable Guy, yeah. He says, Rainer, you must go down there. Yep. It must be you. You think about what that could mean. What it is that you, Rainer Bjornsson, have to offer. Okay, but the only songs I have are Make People Remember Their Mom and Make People Say Things They're Thinking. Oh. Does it say mom? Oh, no it doesn't. It says Childhood Memories. Huh. So, in other words, it's the past. I'm I'm real glad, by the way, that it's not the actual real-life George Michael song that I need to play in front of this <laughs> demon-thinking creature, because that would just be awkward. I think Rainer opens up one of the skeleton cages. Okay. The, because he just, he just wants to know. The first one or the second one? It's just, it's important. The second one. Okay. You open up the second one, and the skeleton, it doesn't, like, collapse out, but it does, like, fall out and then it starts to stand up oh and, my god but as it stands up you see kind of as if the bioscope were shifting back through its layers you see its body start to reform on it and until the body of quincy b is standing there and then kind of like falls to the ground oh my god are you are you okay 
Are you alive? You check Quincy. He is alive. Uh, just unconscious for the moment. Holy shit, Quincy! I, uh, okay, does he... So you said he's unconscious? Yep. Okay, so I don't need to give him, like, water or first no, aid no, or anything. No. He's okay. Well, then, it's... It's not even a question. I gotta open the other skeleton. You open the other skeleton. Same thing. I don't open the skeleton. <clears throat> yeah, you open the cage. Ooh. The other skeleton falls out. It's not what and I to do. the body of Lyra forms again. The same fashion, building on the sinews and the muscles and the, the yeah. skin, and then even you know, the clothes come back on. They're both of them are still. They do have some like burn. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of ash and, and burn, but nothing. Yeah. But they're alive though. But they are they're alive. And they're not. Are they zombies, Nathan? You must tell me this. No, they're not zombies. <laughs> okay. You have to tell me. They're right. They're not zombies. You got me there. If not they don't zombies. become zombies in 15 minutes, we get to go back out of mine. <laughs> We're legally... They're not zombies. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's on my keys. And so, Basil Ghul kind of frowns. I'm disappointed in your choices, but they were your choice to make, and you still have one more. Yeah, but... Are you going to do the bidding of some spirit who controls the whole world? You're going to make your own choice. Well, it's funny you say make my own choice, because... You told me to set you free, and people up on the surface have told me to kill you. I don't even know how I would do that, but I don't think I'm going to do either one of those. And I start playing Mother's Lullaby. Roll for music. Roll for music! Ladies and gentlemen. It was a nat 20. You rolled a nat 20! And it was also, like, about to fall off the table. That you... is the most meant-to-happen shit, shit I have ever seen. Silence. <laughs> you whip out your ancient ocarina, handed down to you from your mother, and you start playing Mother's Lullaby. And as you play, it is magnificent. It is a spectacular song. Everyone in Jonathan, the room. Jonathan cries. Jonathan <laughs> cries. Katrina reaches and touches her bag with the photo in it. Yep. Oh, and the painting. Oh. The, the painting. Leroy. Leroy thinks about baking his first cake with his parents as they help him ice the top of it. Somewhere, Quiz is thinking about. He doesn't realize it, but seeing about when he was younger with his cousin Burnrust. When he was when he first learned when he was first learning how to chill drinks. <laughs> they were just they were cracking open three some weeks cold ago. Chill drinks. <laughs> he was cracking open some cold ones on a Saturday <laughs> with his cousin Burnrust. Yeah. Well, they weren't cold yet, but then he made them. Cold. He made cracking up some cold night. ones. Yeah. This music wafts through the air and it reaches Basal Ghul, who you can tell as soon as you started playing. He tried to cover up his ears, but the chains kept him from reaching his ears. And he starts trying to close his eyes and like twitch his head as if he's trying to keep himself from thinking about it. But you can just see him wincing in pain and saying, No, 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 I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to think about that again. When they took it all away from me, when they captured me, I did nothing wrong. They tried to control everything. Why you listen to them? You're, you're, you're their puppet. And he's just insulting you and, and saying all these things. But the chains begin to regrow on him, capturing, you know, he's one on his neck, two on his arms, and two on his legs, and then the other two to his horns. And the... Is he, is he chained up like uh, like the bad guy in Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> like all, all of them all over the place, so he's just standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, just like that. He just kind of... He was also a woolly bully. Yeah. He was a woolly bully. <laughs> Taking this dramatic moment. Awesome this is, image. Yeah. This is like 
Nathan tries to tell a dramatic story and his two idiot friends... Was it like friends, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> <laughs> his no, two idiot so friends much, don't let him. It makes it so much him. better for me because like in my head that's what he looks like. Okay. <laughs> He's chained there and as the music continues to play and Bazal Ghul keeps shaking his head and he says, You learn to make your own choices, kid. Otherwise they're gonna, you're gonna be just like me. Captured under their own strings. Under their chains. Will you ever be free? Will you ever be free? And the room, you feel as if a reverse implosion is happening. I don't know how you feel like something's being drawn in as all of a sudden a I bunch of... Explosion. Yeah. Sure. I don't know how you would feel that. Like, you can't say reverse implosion. You like, feel being drawn in and a bunch of smoke, almost as if you can see the explosion happening in reverse. A bunch of smoke comes in, the stones return to their spots, and it happens almost in a blink of an eye, and... As soon as all of the suction and the wind and the smoke flies past you, you feel nothing for a moment. And then you wake up in just a normal cavern. You are there, Rainer. You see Jonathan, Katrina, Leroy, Quincy, and Lyra all kind of scattered throughout this cavern. It's smaller than the one before, but similar dimensions in width. And you see a pickaxe in Lyra's hand as she's laying there on the ground. And she is now starting to wake up a little bit too. And everyone's kind of dazed. Jonathan, you're still sore. Uh, Katrina's kind of hurt in the back from being flung back. And obviously Quincy and Lyra are still slightly burned. But the mystical scene is gone. Jonathan immediately starts hobbling back towards the entrance like he's booking it as fast as he can to get out of this cave he's like guys I realized that was all a lot and I'm going to talk about it with you guys later but I really need to check on something okay I need okay. to figure something out I, I'll be, nope, I'll be, nope I'll be back I promise you do your thing meet no, me okay. outside he right. stumbles yep. roll I need to see the roll strength disadvantage I have a first aid kit I mean I could try to help you you are not able to move without assistance Okay. Um, do you want to be Lyra first, or can Quincy? Can I help him with a first aid kit? Do I want to be Lyra or Quin- oh, Quincy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quin- Quincy so- B. Quincy B. Okay. <laughs> Quincy B. Lyra, who dazes up and, and sees the pickaxe in her hand, thinking about everything that just happened, and she, she drops it. She just drops the pickaxe on the ground, and she turns to Katrina, and, and she says, Katrina, this area is off-limits. We cannot mine here anymore. And I think Quincy's just standing there like, Oh my god, was I dead? <laughs> did I... Did I... I could feel my insides. I don't... I should never have... Oh. Okay, just to be 100% clear, they're okay now, right? Everybody's cool. I feel like okay is a relative term. <laughs> yeah. Rainer, instead of processing all of that shit that just happened, is just kind of frantically like... Is everybody like like we've got we've got we've got water we've got the first aid thing mm-hmm. everybody like, yeah okay, I think we're we're good everybody I think Lyra uh, you know runs over and she you know she still got some burns and so you can help her apply yeah absolutely some yeah. first aid on that yep. Leroy just comes over and he he's like can I get a band aid yeah yeah man that's why that's why we brought this what for what I don't know you just want one I got a boo boo okay I'm gonna change my answer all right that's fine it's cool okay. I think, and I, then he also looks at Chubb. He's like, oh, "I need the bandaid for Chubb. He's not floating anymore." Oh, 
Chab. That actually is kind of sad. Chab, come back with me. He's holding Chab in his hands. Chab is so short. Jonathan, like, on the ground, like, face down, is just like, It's just a rock. Hey, Leroy. It's just a rock I mean, to you. Leroy. You can, you can, oh. you can keep him just because he doesn't. I'll float give him anymore. a burial. You don't have to. You don't have to bury him. He's he's fine. He just doesn't float anymore. I think, you can keep him. I think Katrina realizes the implications of this, and she like takes the normal ass rock out of her backpack and just throws it on the ground. Like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was short lived. I forgot she had one of those. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess let's try to get everyone Take back to the, out of the inventory. I think. I think once again, instead of trying to think over everything and analyze it. I think he's just like, okay, focus on getting everyone out. Yeah, let's leave. Because Jonathan has Jonathan has a question he needs answered. Okay. Now. So, uh, everyone helps uh, Jonathan get up. I think Leroy he rushes over first, Great. you know, doing a hand. But uh, late than never is what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are able to, you have to make the long climb. Actually, the police, police system? system is there again. <laughs> I think Jonathan is hopeful, but still needs to get out soon. Okay. You pull up the police system, you make it back to the second floor, and uh, you walk up another stairway to get back to the first, uh, and you're at the entrance. Okay. Outside, what is the scene? Yeah. Outside? Yeah. Outside the mine, who is there, and what is the scene? Outside of the mine, Jeff and the other five miners who were with you are there, and they're just kind of talking about each other. Jeff is talking to them, relaying you over here. Jonathan, actually, you overhear him go, and then the whole was just a go on. You son of a bitch, I knew you could talk. <laughs> Jeff kind of turns at you, and he's like, that's makes like a, thing? what? Face? No, that's not the Oh, okay, okay, thank you, I'm glad. He's kind of like in shock, like, me? Talk? He makes that kind of face. Never. Don't give me that shit, you... Look. Okay. Jeremiah is also there. Uh, and his voice of the day, because remember, his voice changes all the time. He's going to be like... <laughs> going to roll for his voice. <laughs> I don't have... I should set that up. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Everybody. Shut up, old man. I don't give a fuck about shit right now. <laughs> Katrina, what is going on? I am looking... Jonathan is looking frantically around for a person on a gurney. Yeah, absolutely is. The That's person... Yeah. Any... Looking around for a miner on a gurney. I mean, hell, for that matter, there's... Two people down in the mines. No. <laughs> I impaled someone's face. Yeah, yep. And if yep. everything else yep. went reversed and went back to the way it should have been. It would be real great if that person was not impaled anymore. Agreed. But <laughs> if not so, if they were just going to wake up in the normal spots, that means that uh, they would have woken up. And so would the other two people that are now buried down there in the mine forever, screaming alive forever now. Uh, oh. Which I buried. So I oh. need to know if, like, everything just went back or if... Is, if Jonathan is saying this out loud, then... No, Rainier... Jonathan is not saying okay. this out loud. Jonathan is still, like... Okay. Sorry, Jonathan. I'm going to revise some things I said. Oh. <laughs> oh that can't the be pulley good. system... That cannot be ...did good. not get restored. Okay. And the hole in the first couple of layers still exists. Okay. There's still a miner on a gurney. Okay. Does he have a big ass hole in his face? Yeah. Okay. Alright, just making sure. I think, really quickly, Jonathan, like, in his head, just goes, just kind of reconciles with himself, like, there's no way to prove that this would have brought them back to life, there's no way to prove that they would have been completely fine, that they might still have been zombies, or if they didn't ever became zombies, they would have just been dead already because they were dead when we found them. So there's no way to prove that 
because the mind the the pulley system wasn't fixed, mm-hmm. so if they were already killed by the explosion, they, there's nothing to prove that they wouldn't have come back to life. So technically, I just beat a dead horse, and I'm gonna live with it. That's what I'm gonna live with. Um, I'm gonna, and then I think Jonathan kind of sits down and just sits down for a while. Jeremiah says to Katrina, <laughs> "What happened down there?" Huh? Okay, everyone, um, gather around. I only want to say this once because once is about all I can take today. The mine is closed indefinitely. You see a lot of gas faces. What? 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 Um, Even Jeff says it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the conditions in the mine, as you may have seen from the conditions the past couple days, it is no longer safe. Uh, I cannot, in good conscience, allow any of you to go back down there with what just happened. Uh, the mine will be closed. I am happy to compensate you for the past two days' wages and relocate you to find better work, but I cannot I cannot allow anyone to go back down. It is now condemned and closed. Thank you, and have a good rest of your day. Yeah, it is definitely uh, twilight at this point. The sun is past set. There's still a little bit of light. And so the miners who have been you know, waiting all day to see what would happen aren't sure whether or not this was good news. Oh, uh, and then real quick at the end, I'm sorry to say that I have bittersweet news. We were able to find two of our five missing members, which is something to celebrate, I think. Sadly, three of us did not make it back. There was a large explosion and a collapse. Finn, Edward, and Lyra... Wilson... I think Lyra made oh, it. Yeah. Lyra made it. Yeah, yeah. Lyra's like, Sorry. I'm right here. Finn, <laughs> Wilson, Sorry, Lyra. and Edward did not make it out. And they will be they will be missed. But we should take solace in knowing that Quincy and Lyra are still with us. And we are better for that. Uh, we will be holding a memorial service, uh, a more specific memorial service for uh, Finn, Edward, and Wilson... Uh, in the library as soon as possible. If someone could please tell their families, that would be... I can't do that. Uh, so somebody else, please, can can do that. That's about all I got. The miners shuffle away. Jeremiah says to Katrina, Well, I guess you've been through a lot today, so we'll talk tomorrow. I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> Jeremiah the Punchman. He has a different voice every time. Different voice every time. Oh, okay. The, the, like the manager. Yeah. In my... Who was the old guy that talked with... Oliver. Did I say Oliver? Okay. In my head, that was who was talking to Katrina, oh. and we oh, had no. no rapport so yeah, yeah, yeah. far. Yeah, that'd be no, so like, Jeremiah, you know... You have good rapport with Jeremiah. Yeah, okay. Will we talk tomorrow? Uh, Jeremiah, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. Real quick... Because no one's going to believe me. We found down there uh, an ancient spirit. It was big old goat demon that tried to take over... Ah, bull demon. It's kind of both. Bull ram. It kind of doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Bully, bully. But a uh, giant, uh, big old demon guy uh, wanted to enslave humanity. And we, I guess, Rainer put a stop to that. And that's what happened. So take that how you will. <laughs> Because I'm doing the best I can right now. Right, well... Rainer, I, if, if he looks over at Rainer when she says that, I think Rainer kind of shrugs. 
Uh, we'll definitely talk tomorrow. Uh, get some rest. It's been a long day. You're Jeremiah, telling me. Jeremiah yeah. leaves. So the only people remaining are the magicians, Katrina, and you also see standing by the edge of the mining zone, Rainer sees him. It's Oliver. I think Rainer looks at him, and he very pointedly walks over to Jonathan first. Are you all right? I saw you kind of collapsed just now. Are you? Because he sat down, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought he did. You know what? I'm just going to take that back, because are you all right is kind of a silly question. I just wanted to say... And then he doesn't say anything for a minute, and he just can't think of anything he could possibly say, so instead he just... He just sits with him for a second. Leroy comes in, kind of sits next to you guys. He holds out some pastries. <laughs> guys, want mine? Yeah. I think Jonathan lays down next to everyone. <laughs> You're sitting on the ground, yeah. No, I'm laying down. Oh, you're laying down now. <laughs> do, do I still have the one I had earlier? No, you gave that to Pastry Bat. I did, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take one. The three of you sit there and just kind of munch on your pastries as yep. the as you look at the stars. I think I'd break mine in half. I can't, I can't eat, I can't eat a whole thing of it right now. It's just like, it's been too weird of a day. But I eat some of it. And I think at this moment, as everyone is sitting there on the hill, all looking up at the same sky, watching those like dark, smoggy clouds drift away from the hill. They all kind of come to the same conclusion separately and not knowingly at the same time that nothing is ever going to really be the same as it was after that. And Quiss, in his room, lying on the floor where he's been all day, has been watching the shadows dance from one end of the room to the other as the sun has rose and set. And he feels it too, in a way, that something's changed. And Katrina, as she's walking away from the mine, she gets to the center of town and kind of looks at the crossroads she's at and realizes she's at a much bigger crossroads than she realized. She looks at the Burnrust Manor and she looks back towards the mine, back towards the manor, back towards her home, and just kind of stand and stare for a while. And Jonathan is laying there, and finally kind of coming to terms with what's happening, and still doesn't really know what to do. So he just lays there and looks up at the oranges and blues in the sky. Where does Katrina go? Uh, Katrina goes to the golf ball field. <laughs> On the north end of town? On the north end of town. By the road to Hidgety. Yep. And she sits down in the field and looks up, and there's no clouds in the sky. It doesn't look like it's going to rain. Pretty fair weather. And out from out of her backpack, she opens up a smaller bag inside and takes out a small bedroll and rolls it out in the field and just kind of lays down and also looks up at the sky. She's decided that this is where she's going to sleep tonight. Are we all three still there? Mm-hmm. I think Rainer doesn't want to leave the area quite yet. Uh, he takes the other half of the pastry and he walks over to the mine and 
it's going to sound silly, and he knows it's going to sound silly, but he looks in the cave and he says, well, we're, we're condemning it, so people won't be coming in here anymore. I guess I probably won't see you again. And he throws it inside the cave. Is Oliver still there? Yeah. I think he does walk over to Oliver now, and he says, well, you were right about a lot of things. Took you long enough to say it. Yeah. He's not dead. He's just caught again, I guess. Oliver kind of shakes his head. That's what I was thinking would happen. Do you remember if Oliver asked me to kill him? I. He just said he had to be okay. stopped, I think. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't quite, quite remember either. The threat is gone, and that's what matters most. But you did it, Raina. You made the right choice, which I know can be tough to do when there's many choices to make. And I know that the, re- the writer will reward you. Maybe through physical rewards, maybe through opportunity to be more a part of his story. I don't know. I'm not the writer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know if we've met. Uh, <laughs> my name's Jonathan. I'd shake your hand, but I can't do that right now. Yeah, I've seen you walk by. You never get my vegetables. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't eat many vegetables, so that explains that. No one in this town really does. It's yeah. a lot of cakes. A lot of bread in this town. A lot of bread. I mean, Jonathan Leroy, this is Oliver. He, uh... Hello. He approached me and told me I had to go into a mine and fight a demon. Oliver, this is Jonathan and Leroy. Yeah, what up? I, do, I really don't want to impose on your friendly moment, but I, I did just want to let you know, Rainer, that I am proud, and the writer is definitely pleased. And... As I said, I have a gut instinct for these things, and, well, I don't think the writer is done with you yet. Hmm. Stop by. Get some veggies. All of you, you need it. I think I will. And Oliver leaves you three. You guys, uh, you guys want to sleep over at Leroy's place again? Yeah, I think we got room. Yeah. How late is it? It's night. Okay, but I think you're going to have to carry me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Yeah, carry him back to Leroy's place. All right, you guys carry Leroy... No, Leroy. You carry Jonathan back to Leroy's place, and you plop... Jonathan is asleep before he hits You the plop bed. Jonathan down on the bed you found him earlier this morning. And Mr. and Mrs. Baker are there to greet you. They're, you know, hugging, and Mrs. Baker is giving you guys, you know, kisses and on the cheek, like, Oh, we're so glad that you made it all right and alive, and we heard all the news. And, you know, she keeps talking about how excited she is, but you guys are very tired. Mr. Baker sees that and, you know, asks her to just let the boys sleep. <laughs> they let you, Rainer, sleep in, in their room. Leroy, of course, sleeps in the bread room. And they do remind you, please just don't go in the, that's what I said, room. Because that's what we said, please. Yeah. And so Jonathan is asleep. Leroy gives you, like, a little salute. And he's like, all right, I'll see you in the morning then, buddy. And he heads to the bread room. And, jo- and Rainer, you are left laying on the bed. He's looking up the ceiling and he thinks about what Oliver said. He thinks about going into the mine with Jonathan and Leroy and talking to Katrina and being scared of everything and thinking about the writer and thinking about that service and thinking about the miners who were in danger and he thinks about when they had to fight monsters and when he watched Jonathan do that thing. I don't even want to describe it. And the people who did die and didn't make it out. And he thinks about the 
crazy moment with the bats and the riddles and thinks about what Basil Ghul said about make your own choices and destiny and fate and the writer and he thinks about all of that and then he gets up and yeah he's really tired but he just can't sleep and he sneaks out and I imagine he knows how to do it quietly he's probably been over to this house before and he just starts walking and it probably takes a while I would imagine but I know it's late but he definitely walks and eventually he gets back to uh, his house when he gets home he sees his father asleep on a chair by the door still wearing his clothes he had fallen asleep waiting for Rainer to return home he thinks about it for a second and then he just goes up to him and he kind of shakes his shoulder dad wait Rainer get home oh thank god he gives gives you a hug he's like oh I was so scared he gives him a big hug back I had heard people saying you were back. I, just, I, I didn't see you, and I, I, he, you can see tears in his eyes. Like, yep. I, I, I'm, just, I'm glad you made it home, son. Yeah. Listen, I, I know you'll tell me all about it tomorrow. Maybe we can write a song about your adventures. <laughs> but I'm just I'm glad you're home. Yeah, Dad. And so, Jerome uh, Gordon, he heads off to bed. Rainer, I'm assuming, does he try again to go to sleep? Yeah. This time in his own bedroom. As you lay there and you think about all the things that have happened, again, can't get those out of your mind, you wonder how on earth you're going to get back to stringing drums tomorrow. <laughs> and then you remember, you're going to have to deal with Noble Mincer. <laughs> Wait, why, why in particular? Because <laughs> he's your new region head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh and you're gonna have God. to tell them all about this shit. Oh no! And somehow you laugh about that, and even though you should be stressed about it, the laughter about having to tell Noble Mincer about all this relieves the stress and the tension from all the things you're worrying about. It distracts you just enough so that you're not worried about it, and you're able to fall asleep. And Ryder knows what will happen tomorrow. Hello everyone, it's Nathan here. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the finale to our Gorbo Expedition story. It was a lot of fun to prepare for this episode and to record it with Jamie and Jake. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that one as well. I have a lot of announcements and thank yous to get to today, so I'm just going to dive right into that. And to help me give the announcements today, I have live from his tomb, the woolly bully himself, Bazal Ghul. Hello everyone, I am Bazal Ghul and I am here to announce that I am now going to be taking over the world to know Bazal Ghul. This is not um, propaganda message, we talked about this, you're just, you're just giving the announcements. Um, you're not, you're not king again. Remember, you're, 
rechained in the tomb that you lost. Oh, yes. Thank you for rubbing that in my face again. I mean, I've had a great day, really. It's been a wonderful experience. So thank you, no. Don't really thank you for reminding me of that. All right, you know what? How about this? You take a breather. Um, I'll give some of the new announcements, and you just give the old ones. Does that sound good? Oh, I do the old announcements because I'm old? Is that why? Because I'm older than history itself? Um, yes. We'll go with that. That is... That is the reason. All right. Uh, the first things I have to announce are actually some thank yous. Uh, first, I want to give a thank you to Kelly Anderson, whose Instagram title is kelbell312. She drew an amazing picture of PB from episode 7. And it's just, it's super cute. It's super adorable. And we really appreciate uh, all the work they put into that. So if you want to check that out, follow her on Instagram. Uh, she also has a podcast called Fanimated that Jake is actually going to be appearing on um, in the near future. I'm not sure exactly when. So if you want to check out those as well, um, I'd give her a plug for trying such a nice picture for us. It's the least I can do. Uh, The other thank you I want to give is to our friend in Sweden. I was checking up on our podcast, you know, data and analytics and stuff, and it said that we had some views from Sweden. I'm like, oh, that's super cool. So uh, whoever you are listening uh, to this show in Sweden, we want to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you want to send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, just let us know how you found out about us. That would be super cool. I'd love to start a conversation with you and just let us know what you think about the show. And the last thing I'm going to say is that Night's Quest is now available on Spotify. That's right. Night's Quest can be found on Spotify. Now, for those of you who are in the future listening to this on Spotify, you're like, well, duh. Of course it's on Spotify. That's how I'm listening to it. But for those of you in the present right now, as this episode is first coming out, if Spotify is more convenient for you to listen to, feel free to go listen to it on Spotify. You really don't care what platform you use. I want you to know that that is available for your access. So yeah, that's Quest is on Spotify. All right, that's all the new announcements. Uh, Basil Ghoul, how about you tell them some stuff they already know, but they need to hear again? All right, well, thank you for letting me speak again. Um, You there, listening. If you're enjoying this show, you must leave a review on your podcast provider because reviews are powerful. As far as powerful things go, goes me on the top. Am I chained? Uh, second is a song from some kid. And the third most powerful thing is a review for this podcast. And Or tell your friends. That is also equally as powerful. So do those things. And if you want to be immersed in more Night's Quest things, follow us on Night's.Quest at Instagram or Night's.Quest.Podcast on Facebook. We will see pictures of special images, characters, riddles, maps, and... um. What are they going to get this week? Oh, I was going to share a picture of, of Jonathan Bismarck that we have on his character sheet. I thought that might be fun to see. Get more character images out there. Why not a picture of me? Um, honestly, because I think it would look funny. I think you I think you look funny. But yeah, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Leave a good review. And keep staying tuned to these announcements as we update you on some big projects that we've got coming up ahead. Some bonus episodes that are in the works. And uh, if anything else develops or some thank yous so yeah we will see you all next week as we see what happens next in the little town of Goldon